Whoa. <sighs> what? Was I sleeping? Uh, oh I was gosh. really paying attention. Oh, I think I... Dude, are we dreaming right now? Um, no. I don't think I'm dreaming. I think I'm dreaming. Why do you look so weird? Oh, wait a second. No, you always look that weird. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. Can we just start? Okay, we can start. <laughs> so, guys, if you didn't realize by now, uh, we do talk about dreaming again a bit in this podcast. Yes. We had a full episode kind of talking about dreams before, and uh, but Eli still had a couple little topics or whatever that he wanted to kind of discuss. One of them was sleep paralysis. Yeah. Uh, and stuff and just kind of like what happens with that and you know what potentially we might think it is and everything like that and and then of course we get into Chris Nolan films the segue of course is Inception uh, one of the best films of all time yep. and obviously Chris Nolan has kind of another one to do with sleep it's called Insomnia but it's more the lack of sleep yes in a way but and we he's kinda... got another mind bender coming out yes. and that's why we are talking about chris nolan films. yes because we are both avid chris nolan film uh film fans yes and uh so yeah we pretty much just kind of one by one go through all of his films and we kind of end it near inception and we talk about inception for a good 10 to 15 minutes just about the the brilliance of that film mm-hmm. you know and because it has a lot to do with sleep and everything and so it was a good segue into that and then next week we're going to be continuing on from Inception into Dark Knight Rises and the rest of his films. And then we'll be giving a top 10 what we think of his films or whatever. And then, yep. yeah, we'll be giving our thoughts on what we think Tenet's going to be like. And then when we see Tenet, we're going to be giving a review of that. So, yes. uh, yeah, look for that all on the uh, Panorama Viewpoints podcast. Good times. So, yeah, definitely. Eli. What? Do you want to cue the music, man? No. Oh, Okay. So Eli, hey, you had, uh, so last time we were kind of talking about dreams, right? Yes. We were talking about like all the spectrum of dreams, what exactly dreams are. Uh, we're going to kind of go a little bit more into that discussion because mm-hmm. uh, one of the movies that we will be discussing during this podcast is this amazing movie called Inception. Um, but I remember last time you said that you kind of wanted to delve into a different subject mm. of the dreams. We were talking was, about lucid dreaming last time, weren't we? We were, yeah. But you wanted mm. to talk about sleep paralyzing, uh, yes. like when you get paralyzed during a dream. Have you heard of this so, before? I have heard of this before, yeah. It's just like, okay, so apparently like the likeliness of it happening, mm-hmm. happening is like once in your lifetime. So what exactly is it? Okay, yeah. so basically... There's two things that could happen. Right. You could just have sleep paralysis. So basically you're like in the middle of like a, a sleep cycle. Right. And you wake up mm-hmm. and you it's you're just basically like you can't move. Really? Yeah. So you're basically just like paralyzed. Interesting. Yeah. So I th- your, your body like goes through this while you're sleeping. Is it kind of like the same thing where let's say like you fall asleep on your arm and your arms like yeah. paralyzed? Yeah. So you're just pretty much losing blood flow. That except it's like your whole 
like you can't move at all. Weird. You pretty much just have to go back to sleep. So is it like where your body's still sleeping, but your mind's awake? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And you like wake up though. Yeah, yeah. So you can like look around, but that's it. Oh, like with your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not only that though. Okay. So there's a second part to it. Right. Where, um, because you're kind of in this like half asleep kind of thing. Right. Um, you can have visual hallucinations. Weird. So a lot of people will like, wait, okay. Hope you guys can sleep tonight. But <laughs> a lot of people will, um, don't listen to this just before bed. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people will wake up and have like sleep paralysis where they can't move. Yeah. And they'll also like see somebody standing in the room. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. You have like visual hallucinations right when you wake up because you're still kind of in a way dreaming I yeah suppose, right okay so it's like interesting it's like that kind of horror movie kind yeah. of thing where you and you can't Weird. move yeah or like huh. people like wake up and see like a face like right in front of them or like interesting yeah and so it's like it's a real thing that happened it's just like so your what brain would that is be just called? going what would that be called is that sleep it's still paralysis? sleep paralysis okay but you just you're just having like a visual hallucination okay. during your the paralysis. Interesting. Yeah. So you wake up, you can't move. You basically just have to go back, try to go back to sleep. While well, like, you're like absolutely terrified. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you can't you can't say anything. Yeah. You pretty much can only move your eyes, really. Hmm. So I've had friends that have had this before. Really. Yeah. I wonder why it happens. Like, what would be the... Like, have they figured out medically why it's happened before? Do you know? Well, or, um... Like, is it, like, kind of like a spot where you're still technically dreaming, but you're not dreaming kind of thing? Is I, uh, like In between? Yeah, I saw something about, um... It's... Okay. Yeah, during waking up or falling asleep, in which person is aware but unable to move or speak. Interesting. So during an episode, one may hallucinate, hear, feel, or see things that are not there. Right. I honestly think, okay, you know when, okay, I don't know how, you probably haven't seen a lot of horror movies before. No. Okay. So basically, they're always like, oh, it's based off like real events. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And often like someone will be sleeping and then there's like someone in the room with them, like a demon or something right. in the room. Yeah. Like, it's probably that. Like, okay, what do you mean? It's probably sleep paralysis. Oh, okay, yeah, Like, when they say it's based off, like, true events. Yeah. Or, like, somebody, like, goes and, like, sleeps in a, like, a haunted house or something. Like, they know the house is haunted, and then they, like, wake up, and there's somebody there, and they're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's actually haunted. It's amazing how your mind can play tricks on you. I know, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it can be scary because like your, your mind, like, well, it, it's, it's one of those things where you like, you're, you're, let's say you're like, you wake up in the middle of the night and you see somebody over in the corner and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, or whatever like that. And then you wake up the next morning, it's like literally your laundry and you're like, yeah. oh, well, crap. <laughs> you know, like it's, I've had so. a sleep hallucination once. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, so basically I woke up in the middle of the night. And now I could still move. Yeah. Um, but my door was, when I fell asleep, my door was like, like it wasn't open, mm-hmm. but it wasn't closed. Like it was just like pushed against the right. frame, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. 
and still kind of a crack or whatever. Yeah, yeah. When I woke up, the door was open, and then I saw a dog run across. The, Weird. Yeah. And you guys don't own a dog. No. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. And I was like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, there's a dog. Yeah. And then I, like, fell back asleep. Weird. Yeah. So, if that yeah, that's the only time I've ever had, like, anything like that. And before. so you know that you were awake at that moment? It wasn't just a dream? No, I was awake. You yeah. were awake, for yeah. sure. Oh, okay. Interesting. I was, like, I feel like, yeah, I was, like, in that half state because I, like, I saw the, I saw it. Yeah. And I was, like, it's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, it's a dog. Should I go look? Yeah. See if there's a dog there? And I was like, nah. And I like no. fell back asleep. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And it was out in your hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Just ran across like the door. And it's funny because you would have known that there is no, not, there's no chance there'd be a dog in yeah. your house. So you're I like, know. what the heck? Yeah. That's interesting. So, okay. So I've got this. Um, uh, uh, sleep paralysis is a sign that your body is not moving smoothly. Okay. I can't speak. <laughs> is a sign that your body is not moving smoothly through the stages of sleep. You, do you move while you're sleeping though? No, like not like moving, but right. like your body's not, uh, transitioning through the stages of sleep. Oh, very well. interesting. It's kind of, so you're kind of in a way. stuck in the middle. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, you know, yeah, you yeah. go to REM and then yeah, blah, right. blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Um, and then, okay. So like back in like earlier times, yeah. uh, people attributed it to like an evil presence. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, like night demons yep. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it occurs when a person pa- passes between stages of wakefulness and sleep. During these transitions, you may be unable to move or speak for a few seconds yep. up to a few minutes. Some people may also feel pressure or a sense of choking. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be scary. Because basically, usually they say that like when it happens, mm-hmm. you feel like pushing against your chest. So I wonder if it has something to do physically with what's going on with the person at the time. Like maybe they didn't drink enough water before bed or yeah. they're extremely dehydrated. Yeah. So their muscles are clenching up or something, you know. Or maybe like there's something going on in that person's life. Yeah. Stress of some stress. kind. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Hmm. It's interesting thought because... Because it can't just be like a rare occurrence, you know, yeah. like it's probably something else that's going on inside the person's mind or whatever, right? So it says that up to as many as four out of every 10 people ha- may have sleep paralysis. I thought you said it was only 2%. Well, earlier I said it. it's like one, it's like the chance of getting it is like one time in your life. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like people, four out of every 10 people may have sleep paralysis, like hmm. as a, like a, not a common occurrence, but like it happens right. to them. It happens at to t- them. At times. Okay. Interesting. Uh, it says that sleep paralysis may run in families. Mm-hmm. Other factors that may be linked to it is lack of sleep. Yeah. A sleep that. schedule that changes. Yeah. Mental conditions such as stress or bipolar disorder. Yep. Sleeping on the back. Mm-hmm. Other, that's weird. Sleeping on your back. Other sleep problems such as narcolepsy, 
uh, use of certain medications and substance abuse. So there you go. Yeah, definitely. Well, it makes sense to yeah. be honest. Like it's definitely something that's out of your ordinary routine that would probably cause it. Right. Because like, I know that like, uh, after the one time that I broke my bed when I woke up, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it was after I watched Endgame. And so I was extremely involved in that. Felt like movie. a superhero. Yeah, I, I felt like a superhero. <laughs> and I was like, I, I got to break my bed. No. Uh, <laughs> You're like a sleep. You're yeah. like, I'm going to go save the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try to superhero landing. No, I was extremely like emotionally involved after that movie. And so it was super late. I ate lots of candy at the theater, blah, blah, blah. Right? Blah, blah, blah. And, blah. Uh, and so it was just... It was definitely a different circumstance than what I was used to, yeah. right? So that's why that happened to me during my sleep, right? Yeah. So I remember when I first heard about this, I was like probably like fourteen and I was just like so scared. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. trying to like I'm like, oh I can this see fourteen year old Eli being scared of if that. This happens, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever recover. Yeah. You know? But you know? uh And you have a hard time sleeping as it is. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. I know. So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um but since I've been staying up late a yep. lot, it's pretty easy to fall asleep when you're up till four in the morning. It is. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So, yeah. okay. So now that we're through we're with through that, that. Yep. it's time to start the Chris Nolan talk. Let's do it. Because Tenet yep. is coming. Like we're going to go see Tenet mm-hmm. in what? Five days? Five days, something like that. Yep. So basically... What we're going to do is we're going to start off with this, mm-hmm. where we're going to re- go through all of the Chris Nolan movies. Yes. Jericho hasn't seen Memento before. I, I've never seen Memento. That's the only one. Yeah. yeah. So after this podcast, mm-hmm. we're going to watch Memento. Yeah. Come back, review it. Yeah. And then we're going to rank the no- Chris Nolan movies yeah. and then our expectations for Tenet. Exactly. So it's going to be kind of like a two-parter podcast in a way. Um, but the way that we kind of figured that dreams could potentially relate to Christopher Nolan is obviously because of Inception. Yes. And so, yeah, we're, we'll do mostly a, a big review of Inception in this podcast, but we'll also talk about some of the other mm-hmm. ones as well. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to like start with his first one, the okay. following, yep. and then just kind of go from there? Yeah. I've got the list here. So Okay. I, I know the list in my head, actually, but you, you can... By year, though. It. Yeah. Okay. For sure. We can just... All right. So... So following. You haven't seen following, right? No. So I've seen it. So I can give you kind of a little mini review of yeah. it. So it, it it's... It, honestly, I would say you should watch it. Like yeah. anybody that hasn't seen it, like it's definitely not amazing, it's definitely not his other films. It's probably his worst film, but it's, it's definitely, movie, it's, it's, it's a movie. Yeah. And if you kind of understand the backstory of it, like he was working six days a week, he still had a full-time job. And so he could only do this film on Saturdays, his yeah. one day off. He had his mom make sandwiches for him while he's making this film. And so the whole movie, uh, the guy has an obsession pretty much with following people, right? And uh, finally he follows the wrong person. And this guy happens to be like a kind of a guy who breaks into people's houses. Right. And uh, do you want me to spoil it all for no, you? Go or for just, it. Go for yeah? it. Yeah. And so he pretty much this guy knows that he's following him, the main actor. Yeah. And he says, I can bring you under my wing and I can start helping you uh, break into places. I can start showing you how I make money doing this stuff illegally, but not getting caught. Right. It's been a while since I've seen it. So I might be a little misinformed on some of the information. Uh, but pretty much the ending, um, he, uh, learns to trust this guy. He thinks, you know, I think the way it worked out is he was going to report this guy to the police. 
Okay. But the other guy was actually setting him up the entire movie to take the fall for every single thing that that guy had done. So the movie pretty much ends with the main character at the police station and they have no idea who the other guy is. And he has to take the fall for every single thing that the other guy has Typical done. Typical Chris Nolan. Exactly. Idea. So that's the big twist at the end was mm-hmm. the following. It's pretty good. It's black and white. Uh, and yeah. it's definitely not your, you know, whatever, Chris Nolan. It's only an hour and so. nine minutes long. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but it's a good film. It, it, it wasn't too bad. I didn't mind it. Mm-hmm. The guy I watched it with, he was like, oh, I didn't really like it. But, you know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, that's following. So, okay. Yeah. So, the next movie is Memento, which we're going to watch. Yeah. And then next is Insomnia. Have you seen Insomnia? I have not seen Insomnia. Okay. So, it's Robin Williams and Al Pacino, right? Yes. And so, pretty much what kind of happens in it is... Do you mind if I spoil this one either? Yeah, go for it. Um, Is pretty much, uh, I think... I can't remember if they're chasing after Robin Williams or whatever, but Robin Williams is kind of the bad guy. Yeah. And so I think they're chasing after somebody. And I can't remember if it's Robin Williams or not, but uh, they uh, pretty much, it's these two detectives. There's Al Pacino and his partner and it's really foggy and they're trying to find this guy. And so his partner goes up ahead in this fog and Al Pacino looks and he thinks that he's seen the bad guy. And he's like, I got to kill him. I got to shoot him. Not kill him, but shoot him. Yeah. And he shoots the guy in the fog. And it turns out it's his partner. Right. And his partner dies or whatever, but yeah. kind of looks at him like, why did you shoot me? And he doesn't tell anybody that it was him that shot him. Mm. And, uh, and so then he, I think it was Robin Williams they were going after. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, they pretty much, they're like, who, what happened? Who killed him or whatever? And he's like, oh, it was the other guy, but it was actually him that right. killed him. And so then he can't sleep at all mm. throughout the entire film okay. and so that's why it's called insomnia because insomnia is where you, oh, I love sleeping things with Christopher Nolan eh? yeah what's going on yeah and so pretty much yeah the whole film kind of revolves around that and supposedly I think the way it worked is at the end of the film Robin Williams killed somebody else and so then he lost it kind of the same thing happened to him and then mm. he lost sleep blah 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 yes. and uh <laughs> <laughs> let's go start rallying up a blah 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 counter here um and so yeah then he dies i think and then yeah I'll, it was it was pretty good but okay. it's definitely on the lower end of the christopher nolan list yeah so. i just saw a review it says chris nolan's worst is still good yeah it's it's still yeah. a pretty good film it's still good it's been a while since i've seen that one too but that's kind of what i remember about it so but now we get juicy oh boy you know what's next oh yeah batman begins yes baby. sir yeah. yes sir <laughs> This, so it's funny. I remember when this film first came out, uh, you wouldn't know cause you would have been like three. Yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah. Three. But I remember everybody kind of knew Batman as this like, you know, Mr. Freeze or whatever yeah. kind of like, you know, lame kind of thing. Right. Uh, yeah, and okay. so when everybody first saw it come out, they were like, oh, it's a sequel to the other ones. Right. Oh, this is great. It is. It's no. showing how he began, blah, 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 blah. But there you go. And, uh, but then. They were like, no, no, the director, and nobody knew who the director was at the time. He's yeah. like, this is separate from what the other films are. It's its yes. own thing. And because uh, the film ends with the Joker card, right? And so everybody was oh. like, oh, okay, well, you watch this film, and then you can watch the Michael Keaton Batman film, because that's with the Joker. No. And he was like, no, 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 I'm no. making a sequel. <laughs> no. Chris, we'll get there. Yeah. But Batman Begins. Okay. Yeah. This is, like, one of my ultimate childhood movies. Because this so was, like, one of my dad's favorite movies. Yeah. 
like growing up, I just remember watching this movie like, right. a lot. Yeah, yeah. And even though I still don't remember mm-hmm. it that well, yeah, because yeah. I just have the worst memory ever. Right. But like, <laughs> I just remember growing up with this movie. Yeah, definitely. You know? And I didn't even know it was Chris Nolan or yeah. any of that. Like, but oh, the, so good. He just did superhero movies so good. I, yeah. I like. I feel like that and Iron Man mm-hmm. were like the catalyst. Oh, they were definitely the catalysts. Yeah. Easily the catalysts. Yeah. Yeah. Because you kind of you kind of knew the superhero genre, like the X Men movies or whatever. Yeah. And you had your Spider Man or whatever, Tobey Maguire Spider Man, and. But then as soon as, like, these movies came out, that's when they got, like, they caught good. Fire. It, it was caught like, fire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I remember Christian Bale at the time. The only thing I had seen him in was Reign of Fire. Mm-hmm. It was, like, that dragon film. And so I never thought I was going to see him again because he hadn't died. I think Dragon Fire, or not Dragon Fire, uh, uh, Reign of Fire was yeah. only, uh, it was, like, three years prior. And so I hadn't seen him for, like, three years. And so I was like, oh, maybe he's not going to be an actor anymore. And then we saw him in Batman Begins, and it was like, well, this is the guy, right? What a like, good actor, too. So good. So next. So next. We have yeah. The Prestige. And, okay. okay. One, one thing about Batman Begins, yes. when it first got released, I was like, who are the villains? Ra's al Ghul and, like, Scarecrow? I was like, I didn't really know who they You're, were. Yeah. Yeah, and so I just thought that was, like, an interesting take. I'm like, where's Riddler? Where's Joker? Where's, you know, whatever, right? And so I remember it was just such a different approach to Batman at the time mm-hmm. when it first came out. But anyway, yeah. Yes. Prestige. There, Chris Nolan likes to use the same actors a lot. Oh, yeah. Michael Caine, specifically. Michael Caine yeah. is in every movie. My, Michael Caine. Michael, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. But, yeah. Bruce. As you know, Christian yeah. Bale was in this movie, too. He was. And huge jacked man was as huge well. jack man was in it yeah and honestly it's a sleeper mm-hmm. it's a good movie it's such and a good movie i don't know if a yeah. lot of people recognize it no as like a good chris nolan movie it's definitely like, one of the uh yeah it it's one of those films when i first watched it i was like yeah it was pretty good or whatever like that and i watched it recently that is an amazing film yeah it's like it's almost on an inception quality like it's yeah okay i think it's on like an interstellar quality i probably like it more than interstellar probably for me so okay yeah interstellar is good though we'll get into that we'll in get the next that. episode you bet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah yeah i just like just the originality of mm-hmm. the movies like they're all original ideas yeah and exactly. it's just like well what made this film so original and uh, obviously spoilers if you guys didn't realize at this point, but yeah. the whole film, it kind of deals with du- duality or whatever, where Hugh Jackman is trying to figure out how Chris, uh, Christian Bale is doing this trick. Yeah. And, uh, so he creates, he gets Nikola Tesla played by David Bowie to create this like cloning machine for him or whatever. Right. Yeah. And so then he's killing himself pretty much to create this magic trick. Well, the whole time, Christian Bale actually had a twin the entire time. Yeah. And they, they plant these seeds of duality throughout the entire film that yeah. you don't even realize until you watch it again. It's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. And so... Uh, yeah. It's, it's good. so good. It's good. So good. Yeah. All right. Now. 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 Poof. This is probably... This is... A lot of people, it's their number one, their number two... But it's there. The best one of all time. 
TDK, the detachable kid, everybody. Yeah. Nathan Fillion, baby. Nathan. Woo. No, we have the Dark Knight. Yes, it is the Dark Knight. Yeah. So, a little bit of backstory on this movie. When Heath Ledger first got cast as the Joker, you might not remember this, everybody was like, no! Like, they were like, he's going to be terrible, this is going to be bad. Oh. You know, because everybody's thinking Jack Nicholson, like, he can't be like that. Yeah. The first trailer gets released. Y'all are doubters. Yeah. Y'all doubted Heath Ledger. Yeah. Y'all doubted Joaquin Phoenix. Exactly. Come on, I never man. doubted Joaquin Phoenix. As soon as I heard that he was cast, I was like, oh yeah, he's the only actor that could potentially be, be better as good. Than, than Except for maybe Christian Bale. He would do a good yeah. Joker. But... <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but okay. when that trailer first came out, and it was just like, you've changed things forever. Yeah. There's no going back. You're just like whoa (laughs) you know like it's like it's goosebumps crazy you know it's kind of like battinson it is it totally is yeah Yeah, definitely or ben affleck yeah right um it's funny that interrogation scene in the dark knight uh everybody even the cast like the cast the production crew everybody nobody like except for christopher nolan thought that he was gonna do good and so they're like we're gonna do the interrogation scene first Mm. that was the first thing they filmed in that film and that's easily the best scene probably from that film in the film yeah Yeah. well oh what was he gonna say yeah um like he went all in for that role all in like yeah if heath just like showed up and like tried to play the joker yeah that it wasn't gonna happen no no but he like no he i'm pretty sure he made himself go crazy I think so. To play that role. Yeah, easily. Like, yeah. Well, supposedly he went away for like, I don't know, I, I forgive me if I'm wrong on the details, but it was like three weeks or something inside his hotel room and he came out the Joker pretty much. Like it was yeah. like, you know. Yeah. So. I don't know if he recovered from that. He didn't. No. He definitely didn't. Yeah. Yeah. You see his last interview before he died and it was like he was a completely different person you know mm-hmm. yeah it's Scary, crazy man. but great yeah. film oh and shout out to uh aaron eckhart as two-face such a also, good such a good job and shout out to han zimmer oh okay. <laughs> yes okay so han zimmer is like the guy out yeah. of all the christopher nolan films and specifically the next film that we're going to be talking about he is the guy absolutely like, amazing unreal unreal little tear fell from my eye when I saw that he wasn't in Tenet. <laughs> yeah. But, so, but it's okay. There are other great composers out there as well. So hands, hands. that work. Like he's got the whole like yeah. orchestra, like, yeah, it's true. I want to go to a hands Zimmer concert. <gasps> if he did a tour. Oh, I yeah. would definitely do it. Yeah. Him or John Williams. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh, anyway, what a good movie. What a good movie. It's just like the, the style of like the way it's filmed and the music and mm-hmm. everything you're just so engaged you're so engaged it's just like well and when he was creating the soundtrack for the joker he literally uh sent chris like a thousand sound bites mm-hmm. and chris no one listened to it like on a like however long plane ride and he literally was like um joker's in there somewhere out of those sound bites yeah and it's this kind of note that the the more you play it it's literally the same tone but it sounds like it's building yeah and so you'll notice with a lot of joker scenes it's like yes or whatever and it that, sounds like it's building yeah yeah That's i know perfect. exactly what you're talking about yeah, yeah exactly so and it's just like okay so the weird thing about it is yeah. that 
those movies mm-hmm. are the only like non-original movies that he's made. Yeah. Yeah. Well, except for Insomnia. That's based off a book. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. it's kind of weird that he went and did that though. Yeah, it's true. Did the Batman. And you know what? When he first got offered that role, even his wife was shocked. They literally, they said, would Christopher Nolan, because she, she's kind of like his businessman, and yeah. she's like, oh, there's no way he'd like to do that film. She's like, he likes to do original stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when they she asked him, he's like, that is a character that has so much backstory that you could do so much with. Yeah. 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 Crazy. So, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, we just, okay, oh. was it last week? It was Tuesday, I think. Tuesday? Tuesday. So oh, basically, so good. This is what happens. So this is fresh. We've got yeah, a tenth anniversary yeah, in the theaters mm-hmm. right now yeah. I went twice yeah in like, in like a span of a couple days yeah. Um, in that tenth anniversary though yeah, they had that little section before on how they filmed the movies. I know that was pretty cool. Right? That was so cool. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of just see the all the effort and yeah. everything you put into the movie. Well, Chris Nolan doesn't like VFX, yeah. visual effects. And so he tries to capture as much in camera as possible. Yeah. So it was kind of cool. You saw like the hallway where it was like yeah. actually like spinning. Yeah. Okay, exactly. If you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Then go watch Inception. Yeah. Like, <laughs> because yeah. honestly, that is the best Christopher Nolan movie. Easily. And I guess, you know what our number one. Yeah. Gonna you're be. not gonna, <laughs> I'm not arguing with you. No. No. Okay. Like, it's just the concept. Oh, so good. Hans. Yeah. Hans. 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 And then Hans again. Yeah. Yeah. Zimmer, Zimmer. And then the actors. Oh. And Leonardo DiCaprio. Everything just comes together Mm -hmm. at the end. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't even know what to say. About, it's true. About the movie. He spent 10 years waking up from sleeping and just writing in his notebook about this movie. Yeah. Preparing for this movie. And he wanted to film this, I think, after Memento, but he just didn't feel like people would be able to comprehend it yet. And that yeah. he'd be able to actually do it physically yet as a movie. So after he did The Dark Knight, he was like, I think this is the time to do it. Man, what a good film. <laughs> it's like... The whole concept of the dream within a dream and stuff like that. Yeah. And just the way that he made the whole thing work together, you know, as just perfect. I just, know? I love the movies that when you leave, yeah. you're just thinking about it. Yeah, Like exactly. you're just like, you know, your mind's just like spinning. Like yeah. you go to like, yeah, just your typical movie, like you go to like the Expendables and you just walk out and you're just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that was a movie move, film. Moving on. Yeah, definitely. You know? But like, I, I swear, every time I watch Inception, I get something else from that movie. Yeah. You know? Like, even just last time, you know, I've watched that movie so much, and then literally I leaned over to Eli, and I was like, Ellen Page's character is Miss Exposition. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's the character that we, as an audience, relate to, and she asks the questions for us, and then the other ca- characters answer them yeah. for us, right? She is so... Uh... Leo can explain the movie to us. Exactly. Essentially. That's exactly what I still don't understand the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. But, you know, and what makes that movie so good too was the way that they set up the stakes and every character's involvement in it. Like, it was like, 
if, if let's say you're, you're just coming up with a movie about dreaming or whatever like that, what, what would be the stakes of dreaming? Oh, you wake up or whatever, yeah. right? But because they, they overindulged on the sleeping, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. and then they would go into limbo and then the guy is trained. Sense. Yeah. Makes sense. It does make sense. Because you die in a dream, you wake up. Exactly. But if you're sedated enough that you can't wake up, mm-hmm. what happens when you die exactly. in the dream? And if you're sharing a dream with somebody that's unstable, what would that look like? Yeah. Right? You know? And that's There's Leo so DiCap- much character. Yeah. There's so much just in that movie. Yeah. Like, good. So good. <laughs> yeah. So good. And then just the whole thing about like... Uh, uh, what were they called? The talons or whatever they called? Like the, uh, oh, the, the spinning the top. totems, the totems, the, the spinning top or whatever. And then like the whole notion of like, yeah. what is reality? What isn't reality? Exactly. And, Cause like yeah. you're in the dreams and then are you dreaming right now? Yeah. And like death is like the only escape and like yeah. all that, like it would mess you up. You just know mm-hmm. just like how much more like just everything from like the writing to like the filming and everything. There's everything. just so much more into those movies. It's so true. Like, yeah. It, just compared to your just average typical movie. Typical movie. Cause it's so well thought out. Yeah. You can tell he thought about this film for like 10 years. Yeah. You know, and also just like the twist at the end, you know, everybody's like, what's inception? What's inception? Can it be pulled off inception? Yeah. And the only character that really truly knows that it can be is Leo. Because he pulled it off on his wife yeah. earlier on, but it just, he didn't realize it was going to work like that. Mm-hmm. He it planted the idea in her mind that her world wasn't real. Yeah. But then when she woke up, she believed it. She still thought her world yeah. wasn't real because yeah. she planted that idea in her mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Or he planted that idea. Yeah. So, and it's not so much like you wake up and it's like, oh, my world isn't real. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, like a sense, like, it's a, like a feeling. Sense. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like a subconscious feeling. Exactly. It's, yeah. Yeah. Like, the same with what happened at the end of the movie. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah, I feel like I want to just be my own man. Yeah. You know? Totally. Which is great. And so, the, the, yeah, okay, so there's, like, two things that I thought were really, really cool. Um, and I completely forgot what they were. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Well, the one thing, okay, the spinning top at the, the end, right? Mm-hmm. So this, so you see the spinning top at the end, it kind of ends or whatever, and it looks like it's kind of wiggling, but it's, you know, it's yeah. still kind of going. So there's like this huge discussion on, is Leo still dreaming at the end of the film? Yeah. Right? My theory on that, and this has been all over the internet, this theory, but that actually wasn't his totem, the spinning top, yeah. right? And you know this theory, obviously, yeah. but his totem actually was his wedding ring in real life. He's not wearing his wedding ring. That means that he's not dreaming. In the dream, when he's dreaming, he's wearing his wedding ring. At the end of the film, he's not wearing his wedding ring. Yeah. So I think Christopher Nolan put that in there for, you know, viewers that might potentially, you know, not. The only thing though is that like, okay. Why then did he in that one scene of the film spin the top and put the gun to his head? Uh, oh, because he wasn't sure if he was dreaming or not. Yeah. But yeah. then that would be his totem, no? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. See, like, that's the way you could think of it. Or when he woke right? up from the dream and he's trying to spin it on the, yeah. on the sink. But he couldn't. He's trying right. to, like, spin it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's true. It, it's, it's different ways of how you can think about it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, I remember what those two things were. So you wake up from a dream, and only when you wake up from a dream do you realize that it was strange. When you're going through the dream, it's like, yeah. you know, you're just going through the motions. Yeah. You think everything's fine. But then that's when, if you're a lucid dream and you're like, oh, wait, this is actually kind of strange, right? Uh, but then the other thing, um, why am I freaking having brain farts today? <laughs> uh, oh, you, you, uh, so when you're inside of a dream, you never start at the beginning. It's always in the middle. Yeah. It's always in the middle. Every yeah. time you're always in the middle of the action and it's like, where, how did I get how here? How did I get here? Yeah. yeah. But it, of course in a dream, you never think that. You never think that. No, but, you're just there. Yeah. Right. So, I want to know what this compound is that lets you share dreams. Yeah, exactly. Do you think yeah. that would be possible? Uh, no, no, not in our lifetime. <laughs> I don't think so either. Well, if they're, yeah, no. They'd have to figure out a way to hook up your brain. Yeah. Yeah. And think about it, like, yeah, no, it's not happening. You'd have to figure out what dreams were in the first place. They have no idea. Yeah. So. Well, you, you don't necessarily have to. Mm -hmm. If you can uh, project, like, the images in your mind. Yeah. If you're able to do that, mm -hmm. you don't have to necessarily know what dreaming is. Yeah. You just have to, like, get into that spot in the mind where you're, like, yeah. You can see visuals and stuff. Right. Yeah. Where you perceive stuff. Right. And then... Kind of like the flashing, like, glasses yeah. or whatever that you can wear. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But, no. No. <laughs> that would never happen. Yeah. I don't think so. It would... And if it did, it would be, like, someone would be dreaming, mm -hmm. and then someone else that's awake yeah. could experience, like, virtually... You know what I mean? It's true. Yeah. No, it's so true. I don't know if you could do shared dreaming. I don't know, man. It'd be dangerous too, man. Like, I don't know. There's, it's definitely a lot of the same stipulations that they have in the movie would be real life things. Like, would you know you're dreaming or not? Right. Yeah. And stuff. So one, one kind of interesting point I want to bring up about the film. Remember at the very end, it kind of ends on a happy note and his dad's like disappointed, dis disappointed or whatever like that. Right. And the whole film, you're like, oh, he actually meant I was disappointed that you tried to be like No, me. he didn't. But in real life, he didn't. He probably was yeah. like, "I'm disappointed." <laughs> yeah, I know. It was just the okay, dream. Okay, so that do you think that, that like when he, okay, so when he woke up or like after he said yeah, like disappointed that yeah. he tried yeah, yeah, and then he woke up. He didn't remember mm -hmm. like his dad saying that. Though. Well, we don't know. It, he might have just thought it was think. a dream. Yeah, I'll because I don't know if you you remember the dream. I guess he would. He would probably remember it. Well, okay. Here's the thing. He probably remembered Leo DiCaprio at the end, right? Because he kind of looked at him kind of strange as he was walking by, but then he kind of just went back to what he was doing. Yeah. So a lot of times you'll see somebody that you don't know, but then you dream about them, I think right? that, okay, you're three dreams deep. Yeah. When you come back to reality, there's no way you remember the third dream. Potentially not. Potentially so not. So he probably didn't remember that his dad... He, he might not even remember the second dream. Yeah. It's kind of in there. That's why you kind of looked at him weird. Because right. he didn't see... Leonardo DiCaprio in the first dream no he didn't so um, he probably kind of remembered him, yeah but it was like so a he probably or... doesn't even think that that's what his dad said to him yeah it's, it's just that the idea is in his head then. yeah so and that's why you have to go that deep into dreams yeah it's true to yeah. actually get to plant that because you're the most weak in yeah. your mind at that point kind of thing right so yeah yeah so it's cool though Yep. It's such a good movie. Man. You could talk about it for so long. Just the idea of that, just the whole thing. Like, yeah. I don't know how you write that. It, oh, yeah. No, I don't know how you write that either. Yeah. He's a, a genius. 
So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely not something I could do. But well, we don't know. If you tried on a movie idea for like, you know, 10 years, you might be able to come up with a pretty cool concept as well. It's just Hollywood's very much like, I want it on 2 years or 3 yeah. years, right? Like they won't give you that time. But Chris does not care. No, he doesn't care. No. Which is why he took 4 years to make The Dark Knight Rises, right? So, which was smart. But anyway, guys, um we're going to have to continue the rest of the yeah. Chris Nolan films next week. Uh, we still have Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar, Dunkirk, and uh, Tenet. Mm-hmm. I think that's the yes. runs after that. So. Are we going to watch Memento? Uh, we are going to watch Memento. Oh, yeah, and Memento as well. Yeah. And so, then we'll continue after yeah. that. We'll probably start next week's podcast with Memento, a review yeah. of it, and then we'll go on with the other ones. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, Inception, amazing film. Yes. Probably one of my favorite films of all time. So, there's only one film that takes the case for it. No. <laughs> they have to spoil it for everybody. <laughs> we know what it is, yeah, okay? It is Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Lord of the Rings is definitely amazing. And then my third place would probably be Infinity War. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you'll have to wait for next week to hear Eli's top three favorite yeah, movies of all time. So, anyway, uh, guys... Um, you can find us on Instagram at Nighted Kingdom TV. We have YouTube channels. Uh, one is Panoramic Viewpoints and the other is Nighted Kingdom. Uh, my personal Instagram is jericho.cook. Eli? EJJ underscore 47. You betcha. Uh, make sure you guys uh, keep it locked in. And what's the words, Eli? Uh, keep the music. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. Bye.